0: you <laughs>
1: welcome to the West Ham is massive podcast we've now changed the name um so massive we're gonna literally this we're we're massive that it's, it's it's me Daryl Jamie no 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 Jamie at the moment James and Mig how we doing boys happy happy Emma I, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed now I've just watched England lose in a semi-final but um
2: what, yeah. you know,
3: this,
1: is, this, is a, this is a football podcast, not a cricket podcast. We don't talk just, about that. I just love sport, mate. But um, Westland, <laughs> Westland's been great yet again. What another fantastic week.
3: It's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, just go from strength to strength. Anyway, um, I'll do the handles before you forget. Um, okay. So, yeah, as didn't. always, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I thought I'd try and bail him out. Um, Facebook, we're the Pretty Bubbles podcast. Twitter, at Bubbles underscore podcast. Uh, of course, on YouTube, where you you may or may not be watching this, don't forget to like and subscribe. And you can also find us where, on all of your regular podcast platforms.
1: Mm, Excellent. Indeed. Um, both had a good week so far?
2: Uh, well, mine's been very, very obviously busy, as you know, what's yeah. going on at home at the moment. Um, it's got a lot to deal with. Uh, but, yeah, I, you know, yeah, all right.
3: Yeah, mine's yeah. slightly less busy. But yeah, no, I've just been obviously football, cricket. It's been a bit of fa- like fairly entertaining week. Not been boring at least.
2: These West Ham are putting a, you know, a light on things. Oh big yeah. time. Let's
1: quickly, very, very quickly discuss Genk on Thursday. Um two-two away in Belgium. First goals conceded in a tournament. That's nerd. Um not the best night for West Ham, from what I see. I see the first 45 minutes and it was the worst I've seen West Ham play probably since the first lockdown, first lockdown football we had last year. Uh, that was, uh, oh, look, a wild has appeared. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, 2-2, two, two, Genk. Um as I said, first forty-five minutes was horrendous from what I've seen, but um, it's good to see the boys once again come from a uh, position of being behind um, to get a result, especially being two-one up. What did everyone think of that? Obviously, I didn't see the second half, and I believe you boys watched a lot of it. Faults on the second half. It was it was good. Like as you say, that like the first half was pretty poor. Um,
3: it was good to come back into the game the way we did because it's it's been a while since we've had a, a bit of a a lackluster performance in, in any stage of a game, really. Um, obviously, Ben Rama with both goals, he he was a standout player, really. Um, but the changes Moyes made changed the game, uh, which is what you want when, you, when you're chasing the game. Uh, obviously, it was just a shame about the, the own goal, which cost us all three points and the 100% start. But still, we're, we're through now. We've qualified based on the result in the other game. So, it could be worse now. We've got a couple of games to wrap up the...
1: The group as winners anyone else i yes, I, th- I've
4: got I was gonna say i don't think we actually like we create a lot of chances but i thought our defense actually looked really ropey most of the game um we create we allowed too many chances for them like we could have been two nil down in the first five minutes like it was poor like ben rama was easily the best player on that pitch Without him, we don't even get close. Um, I think this is a clear sign that Masawaku isn't good enough. I think Noble, it's not the game for Noble. It Can isn't. I just stop you? Just one second. Mm? Right. And um, this is just... I know what you're going to say, and I've got a fair reason to why it isn't for Noble's game. No, I didn't, I'm
1: not even going to bring up Noble. Uh, Noble, because I thought Noble's first half was horrendous. Um yeah. But Masawaku, right, we've seen him play... In a lot more advanced positions recently, and last year before he got this injury, we were playing three-five-two, and he was probably one of our best players, right? So he hasn't played. You can't not. You can't give me that, Jay, because at times he was player last year uh, in three-five-two. He was. He was our most attack. He was probably our most attacking threat of a player for weeks until he got the injury, right? And he's come back from injury. He's not played much. One bad game, he's like, nice no, shit. No, can't play no more. But I've always he's, thought he's, he's shit. A, he's a, as a left-back, is he's, he's horrendous. But Even as a left f- winner, we fucking loved him last year. And I'll go back and find the podcast to say that we were You will him. never find, find him me ever.
4: You'll never, ever, ever find me liking Masawaku. Was like he, um... But wasn't he playing left-back the other
2: day? No, he played left-back.
3: They started as a nah, yeah, it, was, it was more of a wing-back. Cresswell yeah. was in that sort of left-centre-half position <laughs> and Masawaku was pushing a bit further on. I'll, I'll give the, him his... I'll give him
4: I'll, I'll, the only thing I thought he'd done well was that cross uh, late into the se- first half. But in general, he's just a liability. I just don't
2: think he's good enough at all. I, I think like, we've recently been spoiled with, you know, a higher level of performance from a lot of the other players that are just, I they think, are playing at their maximum. I and mean, you know, <clears throat> some I of general- them are...
4: There's a drop-off in every position. Even if Antonio's injured, I back the people to come in and do a job. If Creswell gets injured, we are completely fucked in that position. I don't, I,
3: well, I don't, I don't think we are now because Ben, ben Johnson. Yeah, with Ben Johnson. There, but if you go, ben but Johnson, that's the thing now. I think out. it's, I think it's safe to say that Masuaku is probably now surplus to requirements because of the emergence of Johnson. Because he can, he's got the versatility of playing left or right back, so he can fill in on either side. If Soufal or Cresswell is injured, so like don't get me wrong, like right, Masuaku was impressive at points last season, um, and that's when he when he doesn't have to do as much defensive work. Um, he did well when um, he came into that side as a, as a wing back because he, yeah, he doesn't have to worry about his defensive side as much, and he he's better going forwards. But even on Thursday, he gave the ball away quite a bit. He was trying little flicks and turns that weren't coming off. And when you're in that sort of scenario, you've just got to do the basics right. And that's what he wasn't doing.
1: He was still trying to be his sort of over the top and exuberant self. I don't disagree with you. I don't. And I didn't I weren't disagreeing with you on Fersi's performance, Jamie. But but as Matt said, I don't see him as a left back anymore. Mm. If he's going to play anywhere in the formation that we've been playing recently, it should be wide left. All right. even, he's, not, yeah. he's not in the starting 11 or whatever. But if he comes on and you need someone to start attacking players, he's a good player to have around. I'll I always
2: keep him in the squad because I think he's a, he's, he's a very skillful player. He
1: will and be, though. I'll, I'll always keep him right, as a left
2: winger. I wouldn't even consider I, him as a defensive option anymore.
4: I. That's my problem then. So, I, 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 instantly, I know the thing I thought for Noblemore, with then counter-attacking, it was going to make... It was always tough for Noble. I thought it was more a crowd game, but crowd was coming back. So the game plan wasn't for Noble. So I'm not gonna rip him apart for like being poor because I just thought it weren't the sort of game for him. Mass Waku for me, I just thought he was poor. It, it, every single time I felt their attacks came down the right hand side. It it, yeah, it was poor. We were so exposed
1: he, at the back. One pa- for- one one bad game there. Remember, he's not played a lot recently. He'd come yeah. on the other yeah. week and look good again. You're just totally writing him off. But no, I, I've, no, I've
4: never written him on. Like I've never written him <laughs> on.
1: I think he's. I don't
4: think he's a good footballer. You know, I, you know, a couple of years back where you used to write off Creswell every game. If I see Masawaku on the team sheet, I just can't get myself excited because I just think that's a walking danger. I'd I looked at that team and I must say when I saw him starting, I just worried that they
1: were going to exploit him. And they did in and my that, eyes. to be
2: fair, the right hand side is the strength for that team as well. It was like... I,
1: think, I think that's a. Mis- I think that's a Moise mistake down with a three yeah. at the back. Potentially, but also I don't not think finna.
4: But then I also thought Antonio was terrible on Thursday. Yeah, and I think could. Admit... Yeah.
1: I, th- you I also... with ben Rama, that first 45 minutes at ISC, I could not rate one of them over five.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, actually. So picking
1: out Masuaku and, um, and Noble at that point. Oh, that but even bad, Noble, but I they, don't were they think... Were worse than anyone else? I thought Masuaku... I thought, I thought Cresswell was okay. Diop was horrendous first half. Mm, yep. I but... thought... I actually don't think Noble... The problem for Noble
4: more was me, the system. just It weren't right. And I think that affected Rice's game. And that's where... if noble
3: if Noble one of a midfield two, especially when they were just mm. passing through the lines quickly, mm. he's he's helpless almost because yeah. the ball, the game's just going past him. He hasn't got the legs anymore. If you're going yeah. to play him in the middle, you need you need a third man in there, and you're sort of almost carrying him. So at this point, the he's got
4: to play only... like a roaming playmaker almost. The game like, yeah. Noble yeah. stood out
1: this year it was the United game in the cup. Where we where we were sat behind the ball and he can just go in there, throw himself around at the tackles, and then we go and break. That's not yeah. And that's even not, the Man City game, he wasn't bad. That's not teams breaking on us. That's him breaking up play, fucking the ball off, and then we sit in a hole. Games yeah. where we're where we're on the attack, he'll get in he'll get in trouble because he can't yeah. chase back. So yeah, I agree. it probably was the wrong thing to not play crowd, but then he's had COVID and it
2: probably
1: right, that come sort of game we, come beaten, so we can't complain yeah, yeah. too much.
4: There's positives to take from that game, but then it also maybe highlighted some lack of depth in certain areas and stuff. I think the
2: system the changed. in We
1: looked look better second half when we changed the system back to what we've been performing under. Yeah. And
4: ultimately, if you'd said we'd won on Sunday after drawing that game, I think everyone would have taken that. And everyone really, would have,
1: rather... apart from a little mistake at the end. And I've still not seen the own goal. Um, what? Well, have you f- not seen it yet? Because I just got the ump and I didn't bother. So. Apart from that, we were two one up after playing terribly forty five minutes. So you can't yeah, again it's, it's, definitely it's, it's, to take out that fixture.
3: We were on the brink of taking away three points from a game where you've played poorly. And everyone, as everyone always says, if you can pick up points when you're playing badly, that's always a good sign. Because you're getting points that you shouldn't you don't have really any right to get. And I mean, let's just highlight Ben Rama's second goal because that's pure filth. Yeah even the first goal was very nice it was a good team move getting him down the right the ball back from Soufal was right on a plate for him and he's tucked it home nicely so like uh, the, the the moves we had going forward in that second half we were pretty good and it, it, it could have been much worse yeah.
4: the pass for the first goal was well to coup foul by Lanzini was fantastic
3: yeah yeah like perfectly weighted the timing of the run was perfect uh
1: it was it was bang on the subs worked. The subs that came on, they changed the game. They were really, really good. I think the last couple of times I've watched Lanzini play, he's, he's impressed me again. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Like the Lanzini um, of old. Yeah, it's and it's good that he, football can, football. he can come off the bench and do that. He um, also injects a little bit of um,
2: fluidity and pace, don't you? Like I think he's the type of player when you're when you when you're in a position that we're in at the moment, where you know all the players are on a on a roll. You know, we generally seem to be in quite good winning positions. Mostly, got a bit more freedom to us. Lanzini coming on is actually a good player to bring on to sort of spice it up. You know, keep it re-injects that that energy level and pace. And you know, there's no pressure on him then either. And I feel mm. like when Lanzini's got less pressure on him, although ironically one of the best substitutions he's had is when he come when he played against Spurs. He just, tends to just play a little bit more happier, I guess, and that's probably what, why we're seeing the Lanzini we've got.
4: I think he's a moment. much better deep player now. guy like, I I think he's a lot better playing in more a central central role where he can play more like an eight. But the issue, yeah, he's not so much him. a ten as he used to be. Yeah, and the problem is he can't really play as an eight because that's more what Rice does now. So, like that's nothing against him, but whenever he comes in, he's a bit like Frederick's when I was saying like whenever he comes in, he plays well. You don't get loads of minutes, but when he
2: does, yeah. you can't really complain. I think there's a definitely a squad place for him still. And yeah. we have not moved on. I feel like I feel like there's some you know, there is some players where maybe you know, I know at the moment we're on we're on a roll and it's momentum still and and they deserve it all. But you know, that if we continue this And it will get to a point where you know the investment comes in and you know we're looking to make our squad depth better some players like your messawakus that are now like third Mm. choice positions they're going to be the dead wood that we're cutting out whereas i feel like lanzini is and and your malenko's lanzini is the type of player i think that you know you still got you still want in your squad. Yeah uh, he's got a role to play still and I think recently this year he's proving that no he's he's I'm not losing my spot in this squad.
1: Yeah. I yeah. I don't disagree. Should we move on to Liverpool? Mm. Oh yes. Right. What's it uh, Sunday, four thirty. Matt has just left us. Um you <laughs> <laughs> oh, wanted, wanted to talk Liverpool and he's gone. Um right. 4.30 at home, 3-2. What a result. Uh, what a cracking performance from the boys. Um Oh, no doubt. We played a West Ham football of old, if you ask the Liverpool Klopp. manager. So, we didn't play oh, that well. I'll get what on to Klopp uh, very soon. Uh, I would love to call him a lot of names. Um <laughs> He's back. Just um, just just completely click the wrong button and
3: just close so, the window down. <laughs> um,
1: Had enough of your shit, Dal. Fair. It's fair. 3-2. Um, Home result. James and Jamie, you were there. Mm. Thoughts on the game, thoughts on the atmosphere? Amazing.
2: Uh Jamie is used to it. He he he's been quite he goes all no. time. But for me, that like, was different. I yeah. That was different. I, That's I went up there. Obviously, I went for the Europa League and I thought the atmosphere was good that night because it add like a new a new feel to the place with the whole light show and stuff. But going to see a Premier League game, that felt like, you know, I I was up, I was up high. I was up in like, the, I was in the black seats. Now you, when you're in the black seats at the London stadium, <laughs> you know, you're at the top and even we were bouncing up there, like we <laughs> were jumping up and down like a wave up there doing that song. And, and that, and up there normally everyone just sits down and, like, you, you watch the game almost like you're spectating on TV. You know, you watch the game sort of run by. And obviously, I know where we're performing well, generally, that the hype is good and less people are shouting. But, you know, people were talking. And, like, normally you can hear everyone around you having their individual conversations. But in this game, it was just everyone was singing. The Liverpool fans, we were giving them banter. We had... The the songs were almost like making them their way around the stadium to you, and it was just unreal. What a night! What did a you night. have
3: to? Did you have to stand on your seat so you could see? Um, hey,
2: no, I didn't. But there was a very tall man in front of me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I Was he like was, five foot nine? <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> I do think that was one of the best atmospheres I've seen at that ground. Like, it was. A really good game. Like right? first half, I, I must say, I thought we was okay, but I don't think we played brilliantly. Second half, I thought we were superb, really superb. And Moyes tactically changed it. He came out and said that. And like we were just everything we seemed to do worked. You could tell that we knew what to exploit. Their full backs were so advanced. Trent played very like I don't know what his average position was, but he was drawing in central a lot, so you could really tell we tried to exploit the right-hand side. I I just thought we were fantastic, and look, we knew what we targeted, set pieces. Look, it was really helpful that they had Roberto in goal on Sunday. (laughs) Like, it does help, but I just think this team has come so far. Like, how often do we go into a Liverpool game, a Liverpool team like that, and ex- go in thinking we could. We could. And like I think we all expected to do reasonably well this year, but no one would have offered if you'd said where we are right now, been crazy. Boys. I know this just is... in answer
3: to your point, Jamie, Trent's average position was just over the halfway line and sort of just outside the
2: centre circle. So yeah, he was drifting quite central. I thought so. Yeah. Based we've with... We are in. We are playing like incredible stuff at the moment. You know, we beat Man City, Man United, Liverpool, uh, Everton, all these teams in the last like X amount of games, and and obviously all the away fixtures as well. And how and uh, sorry the, the the European fixtures that we're playing so well in, apart from the other week. Um, you know, like what? Where where is this going to end? Like. Um, I don't want to be that person to say it because obviously, being West Ham fans, we're naturally more pessimistic. But we well, said that omen the other day, didn't I? That we're in one point ahead of what Leicester were the year they won the league. Um, why? Why? Why can't the dream happen? Dad's too
4: good now. If we do it now, it would be such an achievement. And yeah, I know. Yeah, you know I know the people history, won't agree. If, people won't agree, but it would be just as good, if not. as... I think just what? as good an achievement as Leicester.
2: I would say better, because back then, mm. when Leicester won the league, Chelsea weren't as good as they are now. Man City Liverpool. weren't as good as they are now. And Liverpool probably weren't as, Man good,
3: as good as they are now.
4: And Man
2: United. Yeah, I think I think it would be a bigger achievement because in that it year took, it took
3: a lot of teams to really underperform. Mm, yeah. Because as, as James, the only ones that really pushed them were City, what? but they were still sort of in a transitional period at that point. Arsenal,
4: yeah, yeah. everyone else away, just fell away, like, yeah. 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 Like, yeah.
2: So would that be like, I, I know for a second, no, we know that we're not going to win a league, right? Because Chelsea are just too good this year. But there's no reason why, based on now, be, the way we're playing, but we're injury free. Like, no one will want to play West Ham United. Right, right
4: now, West Ham no one. get top four, and no one could
1: say that's a shock if we finish there. And you, I don't think. Say, you... Absolutely not. You say Chelsea are too good, James. Well, they're not too good, but they're a good team. They're a, they're a good team. team. Man City are they're a good, a good team. team. Liverpool are a good team. We, I Liverpool, don't want to say they're too good
2: because you Liverpool know. We proved it, it, it
1: the weekend they're a good team. Yeah. yeah. And we, we we got the better of them. We've got the better of United this year. I should have got something out of them in the league. Mm. We've got the bet City's a tough one because it's a great draw in a cup game. Um playing them in the league in two weeks is gonna be a real test. Yeah. A, a, a real, real test. Um but as you said, why can't we do it? Um I think a, I actually think our team right now is better than the Leicester team. Yeah.
2: yeah. I've got a question for anyone can answer this, but Dale, just because uh, just because you're talking about Chelsea at the moment, if we beat Chelsea in that game, do you think we'll do it?
4: No. We need to get to 19. We won't do it. I don't think we will. We would need Do you think to be... we'll get
2: top four then? If, if we, we beat could,
4: Chelsea, I don't think we will. <sighs>
2: still not. I don't want to say. Bench, I don't want to put it on one game. I don't think beating Chenyu. General... If don't... we're in the top four uh,
4: after 19 games, then I can't see why we wouldn't get top four.
1: I'm going to put it this way, right? You've had quite a nice cup. You've had quite a nice Europa League draw. Hmm. Uh, all right, he's played his strong players, but has it been a real test for us right now? Probably not. Um, all right, you've had a couple of tough. Cup games, but he's played his second string again in those cup games. So you've again, you've got away of it. But once you get to February, mm. and you're playing Thursday, Sunday again, already through a long season, and you're going to come up against tough teams where you're going to need your best team out on a Thursday night, we, we will we will drop off. I think we will drop off.
4: Maybe
1: but... I think we're all going to want to put the Europa League first at that point. It depends.
2: Where that's that's are a good. Team. That's a good question, actually. If it got down to it, when's the Carabao Cup final, for example? March. March or something. Okay. So if it got down to it and we're in the Carabao Cup final, and at that point, I'm assuming we're in the latter stages of the Europa League, what one would you take a risk playing a full-strength side?
4: Carabao Cup final. It's one-off game. Off yeah,
2: but the, the knockout cup
1: I'm talking about. Um, a cup. If you give leg. me a cup final over over quarter-final, no and yeah. quarter-final's two legs, so you could, you could probably get away with it in one leg, but you yeah, go and you go all out in the cup final.
4: And let's be honest, there's no teams we should really fear now in terms of like we've beat all the teams left. Like I'm just looking, who are the teams left in the Spurs? So you've got Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool. And if we're going to get through, we need to beat Spurs. So you're likely to get Arsenal, Chelsea, and Liverpool. We've beaten Liverpool. Why can't we beat Arsenal and why can't we beat Chelsea? Like, I would argue, if West Ham want the Carabao Cup this year
1: with the run we've had, that's such an achievement. Incredible. What would be um, if we if we do get through Spurs? No, no, none of them four three teams will want us in the semi final. No, nope. over nah. two weeks. No, nope. no, not over two legs, no chance. Anyway, yeah, let's, let's go back to Liverpool because we've really gone off on a tangent, and I'm not. Let's <laughs> uh, uh, let's talk about Klopp uh, and after and after the game. We obviously know we won three, we won three two. There's a few talking points throughout the game, um, and we can talk about the talking points along with the Klopp situation. So the first goal that we scored um, was the. Alison I Roberto, Roberto Burnley got. Yeah. Um is it a foul for one? Has Klopp got a point? Is it bad goalkeeping? And I'm gonna take this to the goalkeeper first. Um what's your thoughts on it? Because I have a lot of thoughts on Jurgen Klopp right now, and I'd like to see your point of view. It's it's not a foul. Um
3: and obviously Klopp's had his had his two pence worth to say, um, but he's just Ogbonna's got up early and he's got up higher. So he's got the ground there. What you need to do as a goalkeeper is get up first because then you can buy a free kick because if a defender or an attacker jumps into you, then you're going to get yeah. the foul. But if you're up second, then you're instantly on the back foot. So what's happened is Ogbonna's got up first. As allison has gone to jump, he's hit Ogbonna's arm, which has obviously stopped Allison getting his arm up properly and he's punched the ball into his own goal his mistake there, as I say, is not getting up first and not getting up early. It's not a foul because of gets up first, gets up higher, doesn't impede Allison, And then Alison jumps into him. So yeah, yeah. I know like foot, like goalkeepers are a protected brief, rightly so. Um, but there's nothing wrong with that at all. And I, I, the thing is, if, if the shoot was on the other foot, you can almost guarantee Moyes would probably come out and say something similar. Um, and likewise, Klopp, if, if it was goal for Liverpool, Klopp would be saying the exact same thing. It's what football managers do.
4: I do think I. I don't know if it sounds a really weird thing, but Jamie Carragher is one of the most um, what's the word, biased, uh, biased, and he didn't think it was a free kick. If he doesn't think it's a free kick, generally you can tell yourself that yeah, it's not. Like yeah, keepers get defended, but. Allison was so worked up out of all our set picks. We had three corners on Sunday. Two went in, one hit the bar. Like, yeah. They targeted him and he even Zuma's goal, I think Allison's at fault. Allison had to steal <sighs> you know better.
2: I feel like I agree, Jamie, actually. But what I was gonna say, add to that, I was just adding, was that Antonio did an amazing job on him, winding him up, distracting him so much yeah. in that corner, in both of them corners. He was right on him. And then Allison was pushing him away. And 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 Antonio kept coming back to him. He kept pushing him away. And that's one of the times he split second, he's almost like he almost bent over. Been perfect view, Jay. But he bent over and <laughs> he pushed it. He pushed him away. And that split second he did that, Bowen took the kick. He so was already off, off focus. It was, it was genius, mm. absolute genius. He's
3: bringing far too much attention. One, I don't know why they haven't got a defender stepping in there and trying to yeah. take him away. Because if that's me in goal there and I've got someone on me, the first thing I'm shouting is for a defender to come and take him away. Just it's to give you re- that, because it gives you that little bit of breathing room that you need to come yeah. and attack the ball. Because if you've got to try- come and try and clean it, you can't because there's someone right on you. You just need that little yard of space around you. To move and attack the ball. And that's. And then because no one's coming to take him away, he's trying to push him away himself. And as you say, that's distracting him when the ball's coming over. And that split second is enough for him to be in no man's land.
1: Yeah. I you do. You've got to give I... the coaching staff their full due. Um, Antonio said mm-hmm. in the interview after the game, that was that was the plan on him, on the keeper from the start. Mm-hmm. Unsettle him, get on the keeper. We're going to put all our free kicks, all our corners on the keeper and see what he does. And it worked. And yeah, yeah. So you have to give. And he said Nolan has a big part in that. Um, Paul Nevin. Paul, Paul Nevin. Nevin. You have to give them absolute credit for looking at that. And obviously set pieces is a massive part of our um, training throughout a week. Um, mm. It's perfect. It's, it, it worked perfectly, and he he just looked horrendous in goal all day, all day. Mm. And I have no. I, it, as soon as Klopp started saying that, I lost all respect for him straight up. Because, I've always yeah, never... he's, not,
2: he's not a good, honest lead. he's not a good loser, is he? Like when, know... Pep, when Pep loses, I find that there's a little bit more class about him. He, he tends to, you know, take the loss and, you know, he'll say to the other team, like, yeah, they played better football. They deserve to get the result and almost like take it on the chin a little bit. But Me, problem, I feel like he's a sport brat.
4: Me and my old man have never agreed. I don't like Liverpool at all. I don't like the fans. I don't like the team. I don't like the manager. I've just never been a fan. My old man has a soft spot for him because I don't know he's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> but even my dad, who's like defended Klopp and says, like, "Oh, you're going to come out," of that meant nah. He, he's just wrong. Like he doesn't agree with a free kick, and like it's almost like a lot of people forget the other decisions that potentially went Liverpool's way. The free kick for the first goal yeah it's disputable whether it's actually a goal a free kick it's it's almost like it doesn't highlight other things look i'd imagine like pep came out and was very gracious after we beat man city i'd imagine that's i guess it was easier because there was no right like, real horrific decisions but
3: and just, it was the league cup this like near yeah that's the first
4: time they've lost in 26 games. And normally after every loss, Klopp seems to blame someone else. And it's, yeah, I'm, I've, I've never been a fan. I've it's, never it,
3: ever... it is a standard management tactic, though. You highlight mm. your positives and you, when there's weaknesses, you hide them away mm. and you try and shift the blame off your players. Because like, you, in private, you might, you're pro- he's probably gone into that change room and ripped into his players. Mm. But you do that in private. In public, you back them which maybe is like not necessarily what someone like Jose Mourinho does because he'll often single a player out for criticism mm. in the public eye he's done it at every club he's been to he did it with Luke Shaw uh, he did it with Eden Hazard like he does he does it when he goes places but for the most part managers will praise their players publicly and criticize them privately and that mm. it makes sense really so I, i'm not necessarily saying obviously Klopp's doing it for a reason he probably doesn't genuinely think those things, but mm. you've got to go out there as a manager and sort of play the game yeah. almost.
4: I guess it was also disrespect about West Ham and the set pieces because set pieces have always been something we do. So I don't
3: get it. Yeah, the, bit, the, the only bit is him, him saying like, oh, it's like the West Ham have been playing good football and this is like the West Ham of old. Completely forgetting that the second goal, Jared Bowen left yeah. out three or four of his players in the dust. Yeah. And like their defending he's... there it was so bad. They were all caught so far up the pitch and none of them got back. Like, where four now has come from, like, he's basically running through centre-back, right-back area of the pitch with no-one anywhere near him.
4: The one player I thought was great for Liverpool on Sunday was Virgil van Dijk. It would have been a oh, lot a, more. He was a joke. He was so good. Every time they had the ball, like, we had the ball counting towards them. Like, we had a one-on-one towards my end. And I think it was Bowen. And he just so good that tackle at the end of the first half is he's he's a great center back, like yeah. They asked probably, Antonio
3: in the post match interview about Van Dyke, and he went, He's just really good, isn't he? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like he just he run, not run the show, but he
4: probably, he probably... enables them, to, like he enables them to do other stuff, like be as yeah. advanced and liquid in their formation because of how good he is.
2: Is the only defender I've seen for a long time that has managed to almost have Antonio in his pocket a little bit without struggling. Mm. You know, you can match him for pace. You know, he's got the strength side of him. Like, you could tell he was just getting frustrated with his defenders, that he was always less exposed with him. I could tell, though, that he had a respect for Antonio, though, because the fact that he was arguing, he was moaning at the rest of the team, like, what the hell is going on? he didn't want to be left exposed with him but my god, I was saying to the people I was with next to him, he's so good like you know, he, he definitely met his match, Antonio mm. that day
1: but there's a lot more to discuss in Liverpool but I've got to love you all and leave you oh, no. uh, I've got a few mm, things to do shame. this evening um, <laughs> including putting up a cot um, hey. yeah it's C-O-T, okay. not anything else no. Uh, so that is that. Um look, I'm, As I say, I'm going to leave, leave these boys to it. If you want to keep talking Liverpool, go ahead. I will say before I go, if any of you think that is a red card, I'll never speak to any of you, any of you again. So more red card, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, right. that means we get to do the podcast without Daryl going forward. <laughs> yes. Uh, look, uh, Last thing to say for me is come on your irons. Hope England have a good week. Uh, shame, no Declan Rice, but one of those things. So I'll see you all later on.
4: Right. See that fact, mate. See I think that's another thing we ain't talked about is the red card yet. Yeah, I
1: yeah. was going to mention that as um, well. Uh, what, did,
2: what did you think, James? I think if it was if it was given, a little bit, of me would have thought, you know what, it was a stupid decision for Cresswell to make, giving them did that we... option. Uh, he won the ball, and I think watching it in slow motion makes it seem worse than it is. I, uh, but. Like
4: I said, like he got I think he got away with it. Live, I said live, I went, Oh, he's in trouble. Because I I, I went, he went up stud showing. You then watch the replay, and the reason his studs seem to go up is because he kicks the ball into the ground, which jolts his foot up. So there's like no malice, it's just the way his foot catches. It's very unfortunate.
2: It's very unfortunate.
4: it would have been one of them Where if it had been sent off I doubt VAR It wouldn't have been, been overturned changed. It would have been yeah. overturned Because he left
2: his he, Both feet were off the floor at one point And at that point As soon as you do that mm. You're out of control And, yeah. Yeah. I, and I, don't it.
4: I don't think I don't think Well, West Ham fans probably would have But I don't think You could have moaned terribly If it had been given But it would have been totally accidental but, yeah. yeah I didn't think it was a red Once I saw the replay, it's just the way he catches the foot, his foot. Yeah, I
2: I just feel like it was one of those situations that was all or nothing. And I think if you'd give the yellow card, then they would have argued and reviewed it, saying, "Well, hold on a minute." Mm -hmm. They reviewed this; he's got both feet off the ground. It's not a yellow. Scrap that; it's a straight red. So the fact that the ref didn't actually give it the time of day, I feel like we got away with that big time. And Cresswell looking back and think, "How the hell have we got away with away with that?" Mm -hmm. But, so, yeah, but, you incredible. know, mm. I know Daryl, like said, obviously, just before he left, he said, if you think that's a red card, I'm not going to talk to you again. He's probably looking at it from a winning the, the ball standpoint. Yeah. But in the law of the game, the VAR, I feel like got was a lucky boy there.
4: I think if that had been on a West Ham player, I do think a lot of West Ham fans would have called for it. It was a yeah, bit yeah. like a free kick for the first goal. I was, I was talking to him, going, Daryl. I've seen a re... Live, I went, that's not a free kick. That isn't. I've now seen a replay and I've seen Rice's leg catch Salah's back leg. Yes, Salah makes it a 10 times worse than it is. But it is. I think that's a typical free kick where if that's your team, you think it is a free kick. If it's against you, you don't. It's just one of them. Like, I, I don't think there's any intent. And I think the contact's minimal. But I do think Rice catches him slightly. It wasn't a dive by Salah. He just oversells it, like he always does.
3: Yeah, it's, it's classic Salah, isn't it? He does, he does he, I mean, Everyone knows he's probably on form. He's probably the best player in the world. Um, mm. But yeah, he done he, he's always got that side of him where he's just like, oh, come on. Mm. But yeah, I want to yeah. talk briefly about Jared Bowen because mm. I think again he had another outstanding game. He's got. Eight goal contributions in his last eight games. Um, I think it's two goals and six assists. So, and this will sort of sort of lead us into the next part of the pod. But do you think he's unlucky not to be in in that England squad?
2: Yeah.
4: Yes, but I don't know who I would have dropped instead oh, again.
2: I think I what? think that's the issue, isn't it? Who is in the England squad?
3: Um uh. so you've got. I'll go through it now quickly, all of it. Johnston, Pickford and Rams, that are your keepers. Trent, Chilwell, Cody, James, Maguire, Mings, Shaw, Stones, Walker. Bellingham, Henderson, Mount, Phillips. Rice, obviously, no longer there. Ward, Prowse. Um, And then it was Abraham, Grealish, Foden, Kane, Rashford, Saka, Sterling. Um, There's been some changes since. Obviously, Rice is out. Um, Ward, Prowse is out and rashford is out um so smith row came in for uh, Pre- ward prowse and rashford dropped out and smith row came in uh, so that was the mm. only two like it was one for two and obviously rice has dropped out as of today um but there's no um doesn't look like they're going to replace him with anyone so they're just going to go with um, the slightly depleted squad mm, the only person in. it wouldn't it wouldn't happen but if you're looking on current sterling. form the only person is sterling And I see a lot of people criticising Southgate on Twitter saying that um, he said he would pick players on form and he's not, basically, uh, because Sterling's not been playing a lot and not been playing particularly well. My issue with that is you have to have a mix. You have to pick players based Mm. on form, but you also need a rough core of a squad because then you're just Mm. going out with different players every time and they're not used to playing with each other. And it's just a mis, a complete mismatch of players on the pitch. So I
4: guess uh, the thing is he created a rod for his own back with that comment. And the problem is, I don't think Sterling's the issue for me. I get why Sterling's there. It's someone like Tyrone Mings. He's been terrible for so long. Ever, like Aston Villa are playing terribly. Like he's he got dropped for the West Ham game. That's how bad he's been. And he's been picked. The other over. thing, the
3: other thing is three right backs still.
4: Yeah, like Trent
3: Walker and. James, yeah. surely like, one of them doesn't have to go.
4: Yeah, like, no Tamori, no Ben White, Ben Godfrey, less so on form.
3: Yeah, uh, it's it's Benjamin
2: White. <laughs> <But> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like, a bit like when it was Andrew Cole, I suppose. That yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's, uh, I'm, I'm going as uh, Andrew now.
4: Yeah, it's just... I, I That was my biggest issue, with someone like Tyrone Mings getting in that squad still. Like... Even like Connor Cody, I don't mind Connor Cody being there. I still think Ben White should be in over him, but I get why Connor Cody's there. He's not done badly. It's
2: yeah,
4: I feel like I, feel
2: like I you do know who I think has been the biggest one that I think more so than Jared Bowen because Jared Bowen is competing with you know some absolute worldy players up there, mm. but it's Ben Johnson. But we're gonna no. get on. I feel like we should get on to the England England chats. Mm. We'll go, we'll, we'll have a, Let's take a break and then actually no this this quickly because i feel like we've jumped ahead into england and i want to dive into this properly let's do a quick fantasy chat follow uh, followed by segway into england all right so let's uh just going to um put this on there for people and uh find the older uh, little intro fantasy premier league yeah so uh it looks like uh old george kent has gone back at the top dropped matthew higgins down one oh no dear. he was already top but you can oh, see yeah it it. we've I've not looked you for a few weeks the last time yeah. i think we looked you were top Matt. so um i'm clawing my way back up four points yeah, Leaking. Annoyingly,
3: my bench was uh, quite point-filled as well. My first, I said yeah. Foster would have been the better keeper, oh, and Armstrong no. there with nine points. To be fair, going oh.
4: Ben Foster over Ramsdale, like that would have been such a bold shout because I thing the same... is, I did th- I did that the week before. I went Foster over Ramsdale, and Ramsdale got the clean sheet. I had the same goalkeepers, and I like if you're going Foster over Ramsdale, like people are going to say, "What the hell are you doing?" I had a lot of points on my bench as well. The thing is, he's
3: only done that because it's a save penalty, is it? That's the big thing, yeah. whereas Ramsdale is against a clean second, sheet at least.
4: The second you save a penalty, you're basically guaranteed some sort of bonus points. Yeah. Like, I had Rafinha on my bench. I had Diaz. For some reason, I thought I put Diaz in my team ahead of Regulon. At least Regulon got a clean sheet. So I was like, okay, that's not horrific. Like, I put in Buemu and Toad. I'm going to have to get
3: off them, I think. Like Brentford, yeah, the they've years. fallen away a little bit now, haven't they? That's the In especially like the run of fix the, the run of fixtures they've been on is actually pretty yeah. favourable, right. and they haven't really picked up any big points
2: from their attacking players. I was being very unlucky. Annoying look. Did you not With make any f- changes? Yeah, but Friday, Friday, too late. <laughs> the
3: Friday, the Friday night deadline is a killer. Yeah. So many people. Yeah. Foul so of.
2: that's my team now. Annoyingly, but um, I have I've made a transfer for this week
3: already, and I've still got one in the bank, which I'm waiting for the international break to go I'm through and make I'm sure at, they don't get injured. Yeah, I'm I've wondering whether to take Salah off, off captain actually because Liverpool got asked. No, that. don't like, don't take the captaincy off Salah ever. But then
2: the point um, I
4: heard when I listened to it was. Guess having Salah captain isn't going to make you catch up ground on the higher players and the higher positions. But if you don't have Salah captain, you're almost definitely, like and try and be different, you're likely to get knocked down at the league table. Yeah, like, Look at Daryl when he had Son, when Salah bagged like a hat-trick against Man U. Anyone that thing. didn't have Salah captain, you're instantly falling down the pecking order because Salah saved that game week for a lot of people, myself included. Yeah.
2: I feel like yeah. my next transfer is actually going to be going And to no, I think there's
3: other areas that, like, as Azpilicueta, for example, isn't playing. No, like, he, no he I know like he's not. Some, and, but... he's, and he's someone that could come out.
4: I've got two right. transfers, and I think both of mine are going to be for Brentford players. I've gone heavy Tottenham because I now think with Conte. I might actually Dixon. even swap him out. Although I've looked at Brentford's fixtures, their next three, Newcastle away, Everton at home, Tottenham away, Leeds. Yeah. I think I'll keep him in for Newcastle and then the
3: one I mean, thing I've done so far is taken Ben Rama out for Bowen. Yeah. I, I've got just Antonio.
2: form.
3: I'm
4: tempted so... to get off Antonio. I think Antonio might be a good move.
2: He's now. slowed he has slowed down a bit, ain't he? But the it's thing just, is the,
3: who... the problem now is there's there's so few strikers that are returning mm. and we are still scoring goals. And I feel like Antonio will come good at some point. I don't feel like there's anyone else I could go to that is going to be more reliable for goals. Um, I'm keeping an eye on the Harry Kane situation because that could be a, a transfer I've for at the moment. is fucking useless. Um, <laughs> so it depends how I've gone um, Spurs come on under Conte. The other option is Lukaku if he's back fit after the international break. Yeah. So I'm just I'm is, looking. You're right. There
4: is no one that's like maybe Watkins, Ollie Watkins, but their fixtures are tough. Let's have a look at where's your team, Jamie? Uh, like I was thinking maybe DCL after the Man City game isn't a bad move. Because when he's in Everton's
3: Everton's fixtures over like December are very
4: good. Oh yeah! After Chelsea on the sixteenth of December, they don't have I don't to all this stuff that you're talking about. Uh, so uh, go to. Transfers. I'm, I'm not
3: on there at the moment. Yeah, but if you go to transfers, uh, and then then just we... find an Everton player. So there's Keane on the right hand side under defenders, or go to Allen, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. View information, View info, fixtures.
4: Then... Yeah, so anyone who's listening to the podcast, like their next like six, they've got three tough games, but. After Chelsea on the 16th of December, they don't have a team with a four rating until February, late February. So that's that's your window. Like, maybe hold on DCL, but there's there will be a window to get him in.
2: I love the fact that we're a four rating now. It's because we're fucking massive. We Real massive. We'll be at five oh, next season, let's mate. Let's have a look. Let's have a look what... Uh, let's have a look at Cancelo fixtures
4: Cancelo's not a bad shout Cancelo's a really good shout
3: um are you seeing if yeah we're still a four for city it's not based it's not it's not based on your like who you play for it's just generic yeah so yeah so like so if you're norwich west and you're playing west ham it's a four if you're man city Norwich, i think every team in the
2: league should be a five (laughs) (laughs) well they picked up their first win at the weekend yeah yeah and then in the last man standingly
4: like, oh the problem is, I don't know who to get rid of in my field. Like, Zaha's yeah. re- performing, Rafinha's performing, Smith Rowe's performing, Salah. Like, apart from Mbuemu, also Liveramento, once again, I love that man at four and a half million. I know That's we were talking about in the me. chat, he's definitely up there for signing of the season. Like, at 1.5 million, the age of 19, <laughs> it's incredible.
3: But they, um, it's the thing, it's like this season you want like about six or seven midfielders and just get rid of your yeah, strikers. Yeah.
4: Like, even like someone like Ronaldo, who everyone went, he's going to be incredible. He's going to be great. Since game week um, one and the Tottenham game, his first game week back and Tottenham, he's only hauled in one game and that was West Ham. So, I like, feel he like
3: was... he, like, against the lower teams, he probably will still come fairly good. Um, I've just seen their next lot of
4: fixtures as well Yeah, so it
3: could be someone to get in Because they've got Watford, Chelsea And then it's Arsenal And then there's a lot of lower teams in there With
4: Christmas coming up as well Every player's a rotation risk Everyone could get rotated So there will be game weeks You probably have less than 11 people play But at Christmas you just accept that You just have to go for the best value people
2: And that when you use your bench boosts and stuff though uh, nah. no, or you're, no, no, you're, no, your free hit. Sorry,
4: I use my free hit uh, FA Cups. So you know, as you get late into the FA Cup, uh, teams start missing game weeks. That's when I use my free hit when there's only like six, seven teams playing. <laughs> there's not
3: going to be hmm. seven teams
4: playing, is there, Jamie? Yeah. I just said a number. <laughs> it doesn't sound the same when you go six yeah, or eight things right Six if or seven playing
3: themselves. <laughs> inter-corruption.
4: Norwich will find a way to lose. <laughs> Norwich will draw. Yeah. They lost
3: to themselves. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Right. Um, let's have a, a little break with our new our chat uh, our new video, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit about England. Okie dokie. Oh,
0: we we'll and the West, everywhere they go Everywhere they go We we'll and the West, everywhere they go West we'll and the West,
4: everywhere they go Everywhere they go And we're back That's True. My they mate wanted right. to claim a, a name call for that Jack Waller wanted that because he recorded that at our seat after our third goal. So there you go, Jacks. Stop moaning.
2: Cheers, Jack. Oh, okay.
3: Mm. Yeah.
2: Um, but yes,
3: yeah, so England, we're back on international duty. How are we back on an international break already? Thankfully, it's the last one until March. Uh, well, yeah, so March is the next international break. England, uh, Friday night at Wembley, we play Albania before heading off to the Minnows-San Marino on Monday evening. Um, We've already spoken about the squad um, and who is in it and who is not in it. Um, Albania will be the slightly tougher game. Um, They are... Oh, there he is. Look at him. (laughs) Bless him. So Albania are currently third in the group. Um, So they're still more than in with a shout of making it to... The um, at least a playoff place and potentially even automatic qualification um, because of the expanded World Cup. Um, So they will be needing a result uh, knowing that if Poland slip up, they've got a chance of finishing second in that group. Um, We need four points from these two games to guarantee uh, top spot in the group um which obviously San Marino will be three points so a draw against Albania, uh, Albania will be enough to see us through um Jamie I'll come to you first how do you see these two games going uh,
4: San Marino okay. uh, I think I think we'll win uh you reckon I'd like to think so just by how many um the Albania game I do think will be a lot tougher than you think with the injuries we've got Like, are we going to be fully invested when you just know you need a draw? They're going to be fully up for it because they know if they get a win, they're right in it. I don't know who they're... They've got Andorra as their second game, so that's a game they'll look to win. So it could be a letdown spot just because I think if we know we need a point and Albania really need a win to have a chance to go through, I could see us drawing or losing. I doubt it, but I guess I just look at it and think... I'm not that excited because I think we're going to win the group anyway. Like, Poland have got Hungary to play and Poland have got to play Andorra. So we're likely to finish first. I'm not that excited, if I'm honest. I'm just like, if we win, we win. We're going to qualify.
2: I really hate International Week, especially when
4: we're on a roll. I've also checked, like, it goes to goal difference first, don't it? Not uh, head-to-head. Yeah, so three uh, yeah, points to go difference. So we've got plus four on Poland now. So one win and we're fine, probably, because if you beat San Marino by five. So you got twenty six. Poland need to win by nine goals. In f- yeah, so we're through. I just I hope maybe some side players get a chance. I'd like to see Sifro play actually. It'll I be
3: it'll be very much a case of first choice eleven on Friday night, and then. You could even see almost an entirely different 11 play against san marino and it will mm. be your sort of more fringe players um your likes of cody potentially mings like smith rowe like you say um it'll be good to see benham get some t- game time um i always like watching him play i think he's a very good player and it's good to see him back in the squad mm. um and yeah it's it's those sort of attacking players and interchange hopefully for FPL reasons, Harry Kane bags a few goals and gets his confidence back up.
2: I, well, you know, before the break, we were going into uh, we were talking about Jared Bowen possibly deserving an England call up, and you know, if he did, it'd be it'd be great for him and his career. And I feel like I feel like he's going the right direction. I think the reason possibly that he's not quite got it yet, poss- could be his final sometimes. His final uh decision making in front of goals, let him down a couple of times. Um, you know, but recently his form is getting better, his work rate is sensational. And, you know, if he just carries on doing it, let's give him another five games time. If he's still the same level, another five games time, or by the international break again next, then I think he's completely deserving of an England call up. And that goes with Ben Johnson. I think. That boy, I, he's nineteen years old
4: now. Ben Johnson's not close, mate. There's too many people in his way.
2: Yeah, I know there is, and I know that he's up. He's got a lot of people that he's up against, but not okay. Let, let's let's say, is he even in the under twenty three squad? How is he not even in that?
3: There isn't an under twenty three. squad. Under 21s one's
2: then, or whatever he is, he's still under. He's still how old is he? Nineteen? Is he twenty? I don't yeah, know can... you know what
4: that's a really good shot. I don't disagree because, with you there actually
2: because there's no reason why like in the form he's faced against he's faced uh Salah and Mane he's faced against um the Bruiner and and Sterling and he's faced against Ronaldo he's faced against all these players this year and you know West Ham have come out and come out on top why? Why can't he? Why isn't he deserving of a place at least in the under twenty one squad? I so just I, think it's
4: ridiculous. I just looked. The only other like player in the team who plays regular minutes in the Premier League, who's a defender, Max Aaron, who is a right back, Luke Thomas, who's got a few minutes at left back, uh, Charlie Creswell, Mark Gaway, like Cody Dramp, Like so, yeah. I don't disagree. If anything, I, I totally agree. He should be in that squad. Right. I just
2: don't understand. I think he, like for the boy, I think he's, you know, he's fully deserving of a call-up. Um, but then yeah, also at the same time, why, why can't he? He's more of a defensive, probably, reliability than Trent. No, J- James. No. Defensive liability, reliable I, I Trent. Still, well, you'd, stay, you'd say, you'd say, after that, Trent is
4: I think that's more, defensively, the I don't think goal. Trent is, just, Trent is, Arguably the best fullback in the league. Trent is incredible. He's I a right don't... wing
2: back. No, he ain't. He's a right wing back. He's
4: never played right wing back in his life. It's just but, he but... he progresses the ball so well on the right. Like the Liverpool's formation is none of their like creativity comes through the center. It's all through their full backs that by nature he plays a more advanced role. I think Trent is better defensively than people paint. I think he's a bit of a scapegoat.
2: Uh, he was the other team. day. He was at fault for both of those goals, though. He wasn't at fault for the second goal. He was. Why was? I he- mean, he was. He's,
3: he's, they're pushing high up the pitch to try and, and get a goal. Um, like he's, he's come through the central
2: sense. Like don't get me wrong, we caught him. Even that we're going to wait. Mm. Clearly, three of us all obviously all think different things. So let's let's move on from that. But I just I'm just using this as an example that you know, like if he's not Southgate's first choice and maybe someone like Walker and uh, Reese James might be, then, you know, fair enough, I understand the reason why. You know, Chelsea are playing superb, and, you know, Walker will give you... You know what he gives you of his pace and uh, experience. But there's no reason why in the next... Over the course of the next season, this next, this season here now, you know, if he continues playing how he's doing, I, I want at least to be in contention I even spoke about by the next international break because these these games that are not so not necessarily this one once we're through and there's some games left where they can experiment those are the games where I think that he could get given a shot
3: yeah don't don't get me wrong like it's it's not an a completely outrageous thing to say but you've also got to realise it's what five or six games really since since Southael's been injured um, like that, he's he's really come into this side as a as a first choice right back. It's so early in his career, and there, oh, wow. like, England have a wealth of right backs to pick from. Whether it's yeah. Trent, like the three in this squad, and that's before you even look at the likes of Trippier, who's obviously out in Spain. Wan Bissaka, who, okay, he's probably drifted out of any sort of England chat in the last sort of year or so, but he's still there. Um, so it's it's going to be a while before yeah. he's even in
2: contention like look, and i am not even i'm not even suggesting that he he should be playing i'm just saying is that sometimes you know we have had players that uh even i remember when when antonio was like at, at the like you know he's very best at one point he was more even now and the shame he's changed i mean you know nationalities, but in that respect. But I think sometimes uh, his time will come. I know his time will come, at least to be a squad player. I don't think his time will come necessarily to be a first choice, because, like you said, Bruce James is improving every single, every every year, every month. And you know Walker's still old in his own. He's probably going to move more centrally as as he gets older. Um, you know, we've got we're very, very blessed as a country to have so many good fullbacks.
3: Walker's probably got one more international cycle in him because he's what thirty-one mm. now. World yeah. Cup, he'll be thirty-two, thirty-four and he's South by South the Cape. time the Euros after that comes round. Like at that mm. point, is he going to be faded out a little bit more? Who if he knows? weren't
4: one of Southgate's like favourites, I would imagine he didn't make the next World Cup. But he's Southgate's like Southgate likes him, he probably goes to the next World Cup.
3: Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, anyone got anything else they want to talk about about the upcoming international break? Um, obviously, no. there's not too much to say until we get a bit of game time. Um, we'll I obviously... doubt I'll watch
4: either game if I'm honest. Yeah, <laughs> to I've honest, got I'm out, Friday. To do. I'm out Friday, and I... is the other game Tuesday or Monday? No. I might be around Monday. I don't know. Oh, I have got football. You play so yeah. football
3: Monday, don't you? So yeah, but I'd yeah, d- it's, it's it's not there's no, re- it's just I'm, I understand they've had to get all these fixtures in because of one there was there was COVID mm. and there was missed fixtures that way, and obviously the World Cup being in December's thrown all the schedules out. Um, so it's a bit of a strange one. But as James said earlier, it just feels like it's come at a bad time for West Ham.
2: Mm-hmm. Where we've got so
3: much momentum, um, a lot of uh, one of the bonuses is we haven't got that many players away on international duty with Rice coming back. Obviously, he's ill now, we don't know exactly what he's going to be doing over the next couple of weeks. Areola and Zuma are both on France duty. Ben Rama's away with Algeria, um, even Fabianski's not away anymore because he's retired. Um, so we've got a lot of players that will still be around and working and training. So hopefully. It doesn't hinder us too much. Um, by the time we get to Wolves next Saturday, it's going to be weird having a
2: Saturday three o'clock game, isn't it?
4: Yeah, I can't remember the last time we had one. Weird.
2: I think. Wasn't Palace, was it?
4: No, it
3: was Leeds. Dirty Leeds. Uh, Literally, nearly two months ago. It was. And then we haven't got another one for quite a while after that. Yep. Ridiculous, ain't it?
2: So, it's just because we're massive and all the TV. I actually like, I actually don't mind us playing on Sundays. And do you know what else? I, like? I love the fact that, you know, every four days we're on, we're, we're playing. It's brilliant. I know My it's... Yeah, like it. It's
4: good
3: because we're winning. <laughs> if, we
4: were yeah, if
2: we weren't playing well, it would be absolutely painful. It, yeah, it would be. It would be. But also at the same time, it's less of a time to wait when you are playing poorly do you know what i mean it's another chance possible. to
3: turn it
4: around
2: have a chance to turn it around don't quickly. worry
4: when we're in the championship next year then we'll be used to tuesday yeah. for uh, tuesday nights and saturdays did the you say the championship did you mean the championship <laughs> yeah i'm sorry daryl's pessimism was passing to me we're still getting relegated
3: <laughs>
4: and he won't what be listening to what are we 19 eight,
3: eight, 17 points to go what are we on now i can't even remember.
4: Uh, 17 points to go. We don't pick up another 17 point. 17
3: points to go. Come on,
2: boys.
4: <laughs> you watch. We uh, won't pick up another never, point and we'll I've still come like at 17th. <laughs> because Norwich Burnley... and is... thing I've
2: never done is count from relegation ever. Especially this time of the year. The, the last time I think I did that was when we were literally in that bottom three with like eight games to go then i was counting every point and you know only seven points to go six points to go whatever but nah do you know what for a year at least a year now i'd say i've not even looked down at the table and it's amazing to have that confidence showing Showing off that we're a big dog i
3: am
2: (laughs) you know you know know what they say but you know what they say
3: Point oh, the best thing is that covers Jamie's voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest,
4: I don't like you in my voice. So yeah, fair enough.
3: Anyway, um, so we will call it a day there. Mm. Um, I'll quickly go over the socials again. Pretty Bubbles Podcast on Facebook at Bubbles underscore Podcast on Twitter. Pretty Bubbles Bob Podcast on YouTube, and also available at all of your regular podcast platforms. Um, so we'll be back. Uh, middle of next week, after England have played both of their games and romped home and won the group, and then we'll get back to the real business of West Ham, and we'll look ahead to next weekend as we take a trip to Molyneux So, with all that being said, there's only one thing left to say: Come on, your Irons! Come on, your Irons!